the cause of bondage and the cause of liberation is the mind alone so whatever kind of bhakti you do you need to keep the mind in god that is compulsory in the spiritual realm what we think is important there was this indian joint family home where the father in law was living and also the son and daughter in law the father in law was in the puja room and from time to time he would ask the daughter in law you know i had given my shoes to the mochi to the cobbler has he brought them or not hey do his puja has the cobbler come or not the meantime a neighbor came neighbor asked the daughter in law that is your sasur ji there she said my sasur ji is at the cobbler shop the mochi shop he is asking how much for the repair of the shoes and the mochi is saying so much but he is saying no no you are asking too much the father in law came out of the puja room he said what nonsense are you speaking bahu i am here doing my puja you say i am in the mochi shop the bahu said you know sasur ji don't mind you were doing your puja but your mind was with the mochi because three times you asked me did the cobbler come or not did he come or not so in the spiritual field the mind is most important god says it is not the body it is the mind that i see you may ask why does god give so much of importance to the mind the reason is any work that is done without the engagement of the mind that work doesn't have any relevance like for example you are listening with the ears right but the mind is engaged and if the mind wanders off sometimes it happens while listening right right <laughs> so if the mind wanders off that sentence disappears the mind has to be engaged for the work to be relevant there was one great scholar in indian history called vachaspati mishra he was working he was about 75 years old he has written a great bhashya great commentary so he was writing this commentary of his he was about to finish it, it was a commentary on the vedant he was working in a hut and the lamp under which he was working got extinguished with a gust of wind one woman came and she lit the lamp now his attention went to the woman he said who are you the woman said don't bother keep doing your work he said what do you mean tell me who you are she said i am telling you don't bother just do your work he put his book down he said i will not work until you clarify who are you and what are you doing here she said i am your wife he said when did we get married 
she said 50 years ago. Vachaspati Mishra said, I have no recollection of it. She said, how would you have recollection? You were equally absorbed at the time of marriage. You had your pothis with you. Even when we were saying the mantras, your mind was elsewhere. When we took the rounds over the fire, your mind was elsewhere. Even after marriage, you just kept doing your work. Vachaspati Mishra asked, then how were we eating? She said that I used to go and become a household help in some houses and earn a little bit and from that we would sustain ourselves. Vachasmati Mishra said, how was I eating? She said, I would put the plate there and without realizing you would eat and then I would take away the empty plate. Vachasmati Mishra said, did you not feel you are missing out on life? I am giving you no pleasure, I am just absorbed in this. The wife said, you know, I thought my life is blessed. Because if I had been like anybody else, serving the husband and raising children like cats and dogs, my life would also have been animalistic. I am blessed to serve such a noble soul. Vachaspati Mishra said, this is unbelievable. I have written the Vedanta Bhashya. But you have made it practical. He said, I just can't believe this. So he named that his commentary as Bhamati Bhashya. And Vachaspati Mishra is more known as the Bhamati Bhashyakar, as the one who wrote the Bhamati Bhashya. So now look, he was doing everything for 50 years. But he was having no recollection because his mind was elsewhere engaged. Similarly, if your mind is in the world and with the body, you worship God. God says, this will not do. I need your mind. You can carry on doing your worldly duties with the body. But keep the mind in me. That will be karma yoga. Man hari me, tan jagat me. But if you do the reverse, tan hari me, man jagat me, this will be not ordinary, it will be mahan agyan, gross ignorance. So that is why chanting the name, doing the kirtan is definitely the most powerful sadhana. But alongside with that, remember this one principle, engage the mind in God. So Kripaluji Maharaj says, Keniyu bhakti karo, whatever bhakti you do, do puja, do japa, do anything, kirtan, part, but remember, don't miss out this one bhakti, which is smaran, to engage the mind in God. So he then develops on this theme in the next verse, which will be the last verse for us in this retreat. He says, Ram Nam, everybody says is Satya. That is a tradition, at least in North India. When somebody dies, people take the dead body in a procession to the cremation ground. 
and everybody says ram naam satya hai ram naam satya hai satya bolo gatya so they only say it they don't mean it let us say one father's son has died and the dead body is being taken in that procession saying ram naam satya hai ram naam satya hai what are they saying and why are they saying they are saying the name of god is the truth because the son has died now this knowledge is coming that you know this son has passed away tomorrow daughter could pass away the wife could pass away this world is not reliable only ram is reliable but how deep is that knowledge that got revealed after two furlongs the son who was being taken he suddenly got up and sat down in other words he had not actually died the doctor had made a mistake it happens from time to time now the father is seeing that my son is actually sitting up he is not dead he said hey nobody say ram naam satya why should we not say ram naam satya i will we not go home of course we will go home now there is no need to go to the cremation ground all right then while going home also let's keep your son on the shoulder and let's keep on saying ram naam satya hai hey don't say that dirty phrase that is only said at the time of death now my son is alive now ram naam is no longer satya so what kind of theory is this that if the son is alive then ram naam is no longer satya this is called shamshan vairagya shamshan vairagya means when you go to the shamshan the cremation ground you become virakt and moment you return from there you leave the knowledge in the shamshan again the sansar is satya then when somebody dies then again ram is satya then when you return then again sansar is satya that is what kripalu ji maharaj says that look at these worldly people what kind of knowledge they have when they go to the shamshan they say the name of god is the truth and when they return then again they believe the sansar is the truth so the faith in the ram naam is not there that is the naam aparad now suppose a marriage ceremony is taking place suppose and mukundanand reaches there and starts saying ram naam satya hai ram naam satya hai how will baba ji be received received he'll get beaten up and if baba ji say what did i do i was taking the name of ram people will say such an auspicious moment in this auspicious moment you are saying a dirty phrase ram naam satya hai so this ram naam satya is a dirty phrase yes it is only said at the time of death not in the marriage ceremony see this is the astonishing thing all day long you take so many names it is not considered inauspicious 
But if you say Ram Nam, it is considered inauspicious. You don't have to believe me. You go and try it out yourself. You must be having some Indian neighbor in your locality, right? You reach your neighbor's house and ring the bell. And when your neighbor opens the door, start saying Ram Nam Satya Hai, Ram Nam Satya that neighbor will be shocked out of the wits. Are Baba, what are you saying at my doorstep? No, no, you know, I went to this Mukundanan's lecture and he explained that the world is not the truth, God is the truth. And that is why I am saying it. The neighbor will say, it's all right, but don't say it with your mouth. Why? If it is the truth, then why should I not say it with my mouth? Are it say it, but don't say like that, Ram Nam Satya hai. Say like this, my dear brothers and sisters, the name of Ram is the truth. <laughs> then I will have no tension. And supposing I say Ram Nam Satya, Ram Nam Satya, then what will happen? I am scared somebody will die inside my house. <laughs> this is your faith in Ram Nam. That you think if we say Ram Nam Satya, somebody will die. Otherwise, you are taking the names of friends and relatives and neighbors and everybody, nobody dies. But towards Ram Nam, the sentiment is that if we say Ram Nam, somebody will die. Now say, how many parents will there be? Indian parents. If their child is in the bedroom, sleeping on the bed, they can lift the bed and saying Ram Nam Satya, Ram Nam Satya, bring the bed to the drawing room. Swamiji, mera riday to dhak dhak ho jayega, I can't do it. That means, as yet, we don't have the sentiment towards the Ram Nam. We don't believe that it is non-different from Ram and Ram is sitting inside. So, what we are doing is just a ritual. We do the external bhakti and we don't engage the mind. So, the external bhakti becomes elaborate. Now, let us say, at your home, it is your child's marriage. So, for the marriage, people keep the Satyanarayan Katha. And for the Katha, you have called Panditji home. The Panditji has given a list of Samagri for the Puja. Well, you must have Karpur, you must have Supari, you must have Agarbati, and you must have Kapada, etc. Now, I am giving an example from the Indian scenario. So, you went now to the cloth shop. Are Dukandar, show me the best cloth you have in your shop. It is my son's wedding. I have to make a safari suit for him. This will not come again and again. Show me the best one. So the dukandar shopkeeper thought, I have got a good customer here. He said, Sahab, dekhye, this is 1000 rupees meter. This one is 2000, this is 5000 rupees meter. So you said, yes, yes, this is fine. Give me 6 meters. He cut it and gave it to you. Now, while going back, you remember, oh, ho, 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 Dukandar, I forgot. Panditji said, you need one meter cloth more for puja. So, give me one more meter cloth. So, the shopkeeper said, should I cut it from the same bundle? No, 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 no. 
आई वॉन्ट पूजा का कपड़ा फॉर भगवान शॉपकीपर सेज इज दिस नॉट गुड इनफ फॉर भगवान यू नीड सम सुपीरियर वराइटी अरे पागल वॉट काइंड ऑफ दुकानदार आई यू डोंट यू नो वॉट कपड़ा वी यूज फॉर पूजा द थिनेस्ट वन इट हैज टू बी वाइट और रेड इट इज कॉल्ड टूल इट इज फिफ्टी रुपीज मीटर दुकानदार से साहब फॉर योर सन यू हैव गॉट फाइव थाउजेंड रुपी मीटर कपड़ा and for god you had got 50 rupees meter are bhai god does not wear i just have to fulfill pandit ji's list for all i know maybe god roams around without clothes <laughs> this is our sentiment towards bhagwan it doesn't even match our sentiment towards the child it is external now we went to the next shop grocer shop suno bhai pansari Give me one chhatak supari. So the shopkeeper is taking out the nice big ones. No, 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 not this one. Give me the puja supari. What is the puja supari? Is it a special brand that comes from Golok? Puja supari is that which human beings cannot eat. You know, it is dry, small. So the dukandar keeps it separate. Some puja wala will come. I will give it to him. So in one chhatak he'll get twenty, thirty, and all the devi devtas will get satisfied. <laughs> That is the kind of jokery we do. So Kripaluji Maharaj is saying that look, this will not do. You cannot cheat God. You can cheat the world, but God is sitting inside. So if you say all right I'll apply a tikram with god what is a tikram one man was taking his boat on the river now the boat got caught in the storm so this man was fearful of his death he started praying oh shri krishna i am going to die today if you save me I will sell off my house and give all the proceeds to the Radha Krishna Temple. Now it seems that Sri Krishna heard, or whatever, the storm subsided and he was saved. He started thinking, "I had given my word. I will sell the house and I'll give the proceeds to the Radha Krishna Temple." Now, how house is worth one million? So he. Put out an advertisement. My house is on sale for one dollar, but whoever buys the house will have to buy my cat alongside with it, and the cat is nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand ninety-nine dollars. So now the house is sold for one dollar. He will give one dollar to the Radha Krishna Temple. God says, "You think I am a fool?" You can't fool me because I am sitting inside you. That is why in the spiritual field, it is not the body; it is the mind that is the cause of bondage and the cause of liberation.